We have two weeks of sports coverage all in one episode of sports the show. You do not want to miss any seconds of this. We have a lot to talk about. So with that, welcome to this week's edition of Sports the Show. We begin this week of Sports the Show with the NFL results from the past two weeks. Week five, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lose one point to the Chicago Bears 20 to 19. Lots of people talked about that game after Tom Brady uh, forgot which down it was. Doing a uh, crazy throw on fourth down and then trying to show the official that, no, we were on third down. Now it's fourth down by having the uh, four fingers up, which became a meme for a bit. So congrats to Tom Brady for that. Then the Carolina Panthers beat the Atlanta Falcons 23-16, to unsurprising there. Uh, with that loss, not only was the GM of the Falcons fired, but so was the head coach, Dan Quinn. Many people said last year Dan, Dan Quinn should have been fired. Atlanta didn't feel that at the time. They felt it, however, in week five, firing the head coach. Shocking upset. The Kansas City Chiefs lose by eight at home to the Oakland Raiders. The final score, 40-32. to 32. You know, uh, I was busy watching another game. I wasn't really paying attention to the uh, all the scores, and then they showed that the Raiders were beating the Chiefs. And I had the Raiders being absolutely garbage this year, so I've been totally wrong about them. Raiders are an actually good team this year. They're a very good team indeed. The Arizona Cardinals beat the New York Jets 30-10. to 10. Unsurprising, their Cardinals very good. Are supposed to be a very good team. Jets, Jets aren't very good. In the battle for Pennsylvania, the Steelers beat the Eagles 38-29, making the Steelers improve to 4-0 at the time. The LA Rams beat the Washington football team 30-10, and Sean McVay's return to Washington, so he was definitely happy to return to Washington and get a victory with his Rams team. The Ravens absolutely waxed the Bengals 27-3. The Bengals only scoring three points in the fourth quarter. So Bengals aren't a very good team this year. They really aren't. In the battle for the AFC South, who will get the worst record in the AFC South? Well, it seems to be maybe the Jaguars. The Houston Texans finally get a victory beating the Jacksonville Jaguars, 30-14. to 14. Shocking, shocking upset. I've talked to some 49ers fans. They say it's because of injury. But the Miami Dolphins, led by Ryan Fitzpatrick at the time, beat the San Francisco 49ers, 43-17 to 17 at 49ers home in San Francisco. I can't believe it. Jimmy G was actually taken out during that game. So that was a bad, bad look for the 49ers. 
Browns-Colts was a very good game. I enjoyed that game. The Cleveland Browns went 32-23 to against the Indianapolis Colts team. That is actually good this year, too. Browns and Colts are actually good this year. The Dallas Cowboys beat the New York Giants 37-34 to at AT&T Stadium. And bad, bad news for the Dallas Cowboy fans. Dak Prescott got hurt, had to leave the third quarter, and he went and he had surgery for a compound right ankle fracture. I've heard the video is pretty, pretty gruesome injury. I haven't watched that yet because I hate watching injuries and stuff. Just like when Paul George got hurt, I was never able to watch that. Really. Finally, for Sunday night football, the Seattle Seahawks beat the Minnesota Vikings 27-26. Unsurprising there. Kirk Cousins is just not very good on national TV games. In a surprising game, the New Orleans Saints beat the Chargers by only three points, 30-27. The Saints won in overtime with a three-point Field goal to secure a Saints victory. What's surprising is the Chargers held on to the Saints. So the Chargers, their record doesn't show that they're a good team. But I feel they actually are a good team. They just aren't able to play 60 minutes of football, which has been a problem. In the battle of undefeated teams, for Tuesday night football, the Bills at the Titans... The Tennessee Titans wrecking the Buffalo Bills 42-16. to Josh Allen, not very good after week four. He started to go down and uh, being a very good player. So I don't think he's as good as a player this year. He may be, once he faces good competition, he isn't very good. There was no Thursday night football for week six after all the COVID cancellations. So that was a bit of a different thing for me. But something that was absolutely surprising for me, the Denver Broncos beat the New England Patriots 18-12. to And guess who scored all 18 points? Brandon McManus. He is one of the best kickers in the league. He really is. I, I have to give him that. Him and Justin Tucker are my two best kickers in the league. And third one, maybe the Colts kicker, Rodrigo Blankenship. I said his name wrong. I don't care. In an AFC, in an AFC South battle, the Tennessee Titans win 42-36 over the Houston Texans, scoring a touchdown in overtime to get the victory. Then, the Bengals are still bad. The Indianapolis Colts won 31 to 27. But the Bengals were up 21-0. They were up 14-0 at halftime, scored early to make it 21-0. They blew the 21-0 lead and lost 31 to 27 to the Indianapolis Colts. Not a look they wanted to have. A look the Minnesota Vikings don't want to have. Losing to the Atlanta Falcons. 40-23. to Yes. The Minnesota Vikings lost to the 
Atlanta Falcons, which was actually kind of shocking. Did not expect that. The Washington football team lost by one point to the New York Giants, 20-19. to Washington, I thought they were going to be a good team this year. really did. I was wrong. The Baltimore Ravens won 30-28 against the Philadelphia Eagles in Philadelphia. So the Ravens are still 5-1 and one and a very good team in the AFC. A very good team in the AFC still is the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are undefeated 5-0 and oh, after beating the Cleveland Browns 38-7. to seven. What does this show us? Well, it shows the Cleveland Browns, even though they have a good record, they're, they're not a good team. They're the equivalent of an NFC South team. They play a lot of bad teams. But when they have to face teams like the Colts, who are somewhat good, that was their best competition. But you lose to Pittsburgh and you lose to Baltimore. That's not going to look very good on a Cleveland Browns team. Chicago Bears are 5-1. and one. Still a very good team after beating the Carolina Panthers 23-16. to They're actually on Monday Night Football this week against the Rams. So a true test for the Chicago Bears. Will they? Still be very good. I honestly don't know. Detroit Lions beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 34-16. to I can't believe that was a very big game. This game, I cannot believe, was shown on so many televisions for CBS. The only game of the week for CBS, at least in the 4 o'clock hour. The Dolphins at, well, the Jets at the Dolphins. The Jets are 0-6. The Dolphins win 24 to nothing. And then they bench Ryan Fitzpatrick for Tua Tagovailoa for week seven, which will be an interesting, interesting challenge to see. Then we have the Buccaneers at Packers. Many expecting it to be a very good game. It wasn't a good game at all. When the Packers go to Tampa Bay, I said it wrong. It's Packers at Buccaneers. Anyway, the Buccaneers won 38-10, to 10, so not the result Packers fans wanted at all. For Sunday Night Football, the San Francisco 49ers win 24-16, reminding people that the San Francisco 49ers are a good team. They may have lost to the Miami Dolphins, but when they have almost all their starters, they can be a very good team. The Chiefs beat the Bills 26-17. to 17. Just be, They only have their one loss, which was against the... Las Vegas Raiders. I think I called them the Oakland Raiders, and I apologize to Vegas there. And finally, for Monday Night Football on ESPN, the Arizona Cardinals destroy the Dallas Cowboys on national TV, 38-10. to 10. Uh, The Cowboys don't seem to be very good. They really don't. Ezekiel Elliott dropped like two, fumbled two balls, which was not very good. Not very good at all. We now move to week seven update. And uh, we already had the Thursday night football game of Giants at Eagles. So I'll save that for next week. Here is all the games for week seven. Short Lions at the Atlanta Falcons. Honestly, I got to go with the Lions. The Lions two and one away. Their two wins all come at away games. That's just the way team I say they get that victory. The Browns are at the Bengals. If the Browns lose to the Bengals, I've given up on them. Browns are a good team this year. They're not 
They're still better than the Bengals. So Browns get that victory. In the matchup, many people looking forward to the battle of undefeated teams. The Pittsburgh Steelers are at the Tennessee Titans in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee. My prediction to win is the Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry's still good, in case you guys forgot. Carolina Panthers are at the New Orleans Saints. I got to go with New Orleans there. Yes, the Panthers are 3-3. Three and three. But the Saints still have Drew Brees, and even though he's not the best Drew Brees we've seen, I still think he has the ability to beat the Carolina Panthers and Teddy Bridgewater. Without Christian McCaffrey, by the way, he's still gone. Bills at Jets. And a very important game for the Bills. If you lose to the Jets, your season is over, in my opinion. So the bounce-back game against the Jets, the Bills are going to get that victory there. Dallas Cowboys at Washington football team. Washington's not a good team. Dallas isn't a good team either. But Dallas is a better team than Washington. The Cowboys get that victory. Green Bay Packers at the Houston Texans at Andrew Stadium. I'm going to go with Green Bay. They need a bounce-back game, and they can use the Houston Texans as a bounce-back game. A very good matchup, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Las Vegas Raiders. You know what? I'm going to go with the Raiders. Pulling the upset. They're still a good team. Buccaneers lose by three. Chiefs at Broncos. It is allegedly supposed to be a snow game. For the CBS game of the week, at least on the East Coast, Chiefs at Broncos. My prediction is going to be the Chiefs. Chiefs are 3-0 at away. Broncos are 0-2 at home. And then it's also snowing, which is not very good at all. The San Francisco 49ers at the New England Patriots. The New England Patriots still recovering after uh, Cam Newton test positive for the coronavirus. 49ers score two touchdowns, get the victory there. Jacksonville Jaguars at the L.A. Chargers. I can't believe this is a game that they're going to have. I really can't, but my prediction to win is pretty simple, really. Chargers get that victory. They're a good team. Still, they almost beat the Chiefs. They almost beat the Buccaneers. They should beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Sunday night football game of the week, the Seattle Seahawks. At the Arizona Cardinals, Seahawks undefeated. They're gonna get. They're gonna stay undefeated. Six and zero, baby. I'm not a Seahawks fan at all. I still think the Cardinals are a bit overrated. We'll see at the end of the season. For Monday Night Football, the Chicago Bears at the LA Rams. LA gonna get that victory there. If the Bears can beat the Rams, I'm gonna finally say they're a very good team. They just barely beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the biggest competition they've had. And then they lost to the Indianapolis Colts. So if you can beat the Rams, the Chicago Bears are definitely going to be a very good playoff team. That's my predictions for week six, seven of the NFL. Have you heard of Anchor? It is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free way to make a podcast you don't have to pay you can edit the podcast on your phone or computer anchor distributes your podcast to many places including spotify and apple Podcasts, and 
You can make money from your podcast with barely any listens. You can download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. We now move to NCAA football. Uh, week 6 of NCAA football, LSU got its second loss, this time to Missouri. Texas lost to Oklahoma 53-45 to in the Red River Showdown at the Cotton Bowl. The game went to four overtimes, by the way. It was very entertaining. I stopped watching at halftime because I was like, I don't even know why I stopped watching, but I made a mistake. Actually, I'm kind of glad because the game started at like maybe one and ended at just around five. So four hour game is a long time. No, it started at noon and ended at about five. So five hours of football is very, very long. Bad news for the Florida Gators. They had to shut down all football operations due to COVID-19. After reporting 19 positive tests Tuesday, October 13th, they canceled the LSU versus Florida game. Then, after the head coach test positive, the Florida-Missouri game for October 24th was postponed. After Wednesday, the 21st, 26 Florida players have tested positive. The Florida Gators' next game is Halloween, October 31st, against LSU. In Week 7 news, Kentucky, the University of Kentucky Wildcats, beat the Tennessee Volunteers for the first time since 1984. They won 34-7. Then Clemson destroys Georgia Tech. 73 to 7. It was tied 7 7 at the end of the first half. That's the largest win in any ACC football game in history, according, I believe, to ESPN stats and info. Now, here is your top 25 before the Big Ten and Mountain West Conference returns for week seven of football. They released the AP top 25. Clemson's first, Alabama second. Notre Dame's in third place. Georgia's in fourth place. Ohio State playing no games fifth. Oklahoma State sixth. Texas A&M seventh. Penn State will be at IU this weekend. They're ranked eighth. Cincinnati Bearcats ranked ninth. Florida is ranked tenth. University of Miami Hurricanes, they are 11th. BYU, 5-0 BYU is 12th. Oregon is 13th. North Carolina goes down nine after losing. They are in 14th. Wisconsin is also 14th. Actually, they're 15th. ESPN's dumb and forgot to put the number 15. And that's where I'm reading the list from. SMU is 16th, being undefeated. Iowa State, 17th. Michigan is 18th. Virginia Tech, 19th. Kansas State is 20th. Minnesota, 21st. Marshall, 22nd. They went to 22nd after being unranked. NC State finally tops the Finally, on the top 25, after being 4-1, and one, they are 23rd. USC, 24th. Coastal Carolina is in 25th. So, congrats to the uh, Coastal Carolina team there. Well, there you go. There is your top 25. We didn't get to talk about this. The NBA Finals have officially concluded. The LA Lakers won their 17th championship after beating the Miami Heat four games to two. And and a bad, bad loss, over 30, I believe, for the Miami Heat. At least it was almost about 30 points at halftime. So congrats to the Lakers getting that victory there.
Finals MVP LeBron James. And NBA coaching news: Tyron Liu is the hires new head is hired as the Clippers' next head coach. Dealers for five years. Pacers' new head coach Nate Bjorken. I hope I said your name right. He is the former Raptors assistant, so he has an NBA Finals a championship last year as the assistant of the Raptors. Stan Van Gundy. Stan was a former ESPN uh, analyst. He was on Dan Nebitard's show. I felt a lot. Now he's the Pelicans' new head coach. We've now made it to the World Series of the Major League Baseball. And the Dodgers are up 2-1. So congrats to the Dodgers there. How did the, each team get to the playoffs? Well, the Tampa Bay Rays won Game 7 against the Houston Astros to win 4-3 to three to make it to the World Series. For the National League Championship Series, Atlanta blew a 3-1 lead. Sounds like the 28-3 lead for the Super Bowl. Anyway, the Atlanta Braves blew a 3-1 lead to the L.A. Dodgers, where they won 4-3. In Game 3, the Dodgers had 11 runs in the first inning, which, by the way, is a record. We now move to something I enjoy. United Soccer League. Soccer. For the Eastern Conference, Lou City. Louisville City FC beat the Pittsburgh Riverhounds in round number two. And St. Louis FC beat the Hartford Athletic. Charleston Battery, they beat the Charlotte Independents. Tampa Bay Rowdies then beat the Birmingham Legion. Around two matchups, St. Louis FC at Louisville City FC. Louisville City gets that victory there, 2-0. The Charleston Battery were at the Tampa Bay Rowdies. The Rowdies win 1-0 against the, the Independents. So that set up the... West Eastern Conference Championship game of Lucity FC and the Tampa Bay Rowdies. On the Western side of things, Reno 1868 beat LA Galaxy 2 in round one. Phoenix Rising beat Sacramento Republic in round one. The El Paso Locomotive beat FC Tulsa in round one in penalties. San Antonio FC lost to New Mexico United in round number one. Round number two matchups, the Phoenix Phoenix was at Reno, and New Mexico was at El Paso. Reno, 1868 FC, lost 4-5 in penalties to the Phoenix Rising FC. And El Paso Locomotive beat New Mexico United 5-3 in penalties to advance to the Western Conference Championship, which is Phoenix Rising FC versus the El Paso Locomotive. If I had to pick anyone, I'm still going Phoenix, F- Phoenix Rising FC for the West, for the East. I hate to say it, Lou City's going to beat. Tampa Bay. Finally, golf news. I know one listener that will be happy. Charles Barkley will partner with Phil Mickelson to take on Steph Curry and Peyton Manning in the third installment of The Match, taking place November 27th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on TNT. Tiger Woods and Tom Brady won't be in the installment of The Match, which I'm actually okay with because I feel Peyton Manning is very entertaining. Charles Barkley, also very entertaining. Phil Mickelson made me laugh a couple times. And then there's Steph Curry, too. And Steph Curry with Peyton Manning should be fun. So, will I watch it? Probably not at all. I might watch a couple holes. We'll find out. 
There you have it. There is your main news of the week. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. It's combat news. On October 14th, Conor McGregor tweeted, I accept January 23rd is on. My goal is to see this fight take place in Cowboys Stadium. Proper style. Jerry Jones is a friend, and the stadium can hold our crowd. I will be ready for Texans. Texas will be ready for my friends. Then Manny, hashtag McGregor, sports and entertainment. This is for the fight against Dustin Poirier. So it will take place January 23rd, 2021. And then he wants to box Manny Pacquiao in 2021 as well. So he's basically has his next two fights already announced. We now move to top-ranked boxing CEO Bob Arum. When asked about the Wilder, Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury third fight, quote, we couldn't get an appropriate date until it was next year. Tyson said, no, I want to fight in December. He also said the contract, quote, we had a contract, but it was expired. So I don't think that Wilder versus Fury 3 might actually happen, which is kind of disappointing. You see 254s this weekend. Very excited. Khabib Nurmagomedov, Justin Gaethje should be an exciting fight there. I believe the fight, as of recording this podcast, the pay-per-view has already started. Anyway, UFC's Henry Cejudo said he will unretire, but only for the right place, for the, only for the right price. He was interviewed, and basically for 90 seconds of his interview, he kept saying, I'll fight only for the green, or I'll only fight for the right price. So, it's Henry Cejudo, I don't think he wants championships anymore. He just wants all the money. So, in this case, Floyd Mayweather of UFC, possibly. I don't know. And there's your combat news of the week. Ding, ding, ding. It's now time for the weird news of the week. This comes from NBC News. The article. 11-year-old boy. Excuse me. 11-year-old Louisiana boy steals. Crashes school bus after chase. Please say. So that is the article name. Here we go. The Louisiana authorities arrested an 11-year-old boy Sunday after he stole a school bus and then drove away as he, they tried to stop him. Baton Rouge police spokesman Algene, Algene? I, I don't know. Algene Mc, McNeely Jr. told NBC News that the boy drove away from police for 45 minutes on Sunday morning before crashing into a tree. Police received a call about the incident at 8.45 a.m. McNeely said in an email... Multiple police units followed the bus as the child allegedly taunted and flipped officers off and struck other vehicles. The male juvenile crashed the school bus around 11.25 a.m. into a tree after crashing into three vehicles and fleeing from officers. The boy left the scene unscathed, but a driver in one of the struck vehicles during the hit and run suffered a minor injury. The child has been charged with the theft of a vehicle, aggravated flight, three counts of damage, to property in one count of aggravated assault. Now, this is something that was very interesting. First of all, an 11-year-old boy is crazy enough to drive a bus. But this 11-year-old boy like flipped people off. When I was 11, I would never do that. I was a good child. This child's not a very good child, I feel. 
you know, because he's stealing buses and all that, which is not a good thing to do. Also, didn't realize 11 year olds could be charged with uh, aggravated assault and theft of a vehicle. That was something I learned. Thank you, NBC News, uh, for the weird news of the week. So, in conclusion, watch your 11 year olds in Louisiana. They might steal a school bus. Alrighty, guys. I apologize for not having an episode last week. My computer was dumb and would not connect to Wi-Fi. I was unable to record a good podcast for you, so I apologize about that. But we've made it to the end of this week's podcast. Quick reminder that the coronavirus pandemic is still a thing and small businesses are struggling. So, eat local food. Stop eating McDonald's. Eat local food via carryout. You can eat inside. You can even have it delivered. Stay safe, guys. If if a place tells you to wear a mask, then just wear a mask or go somewhere where it says not to wear a mask. It's honestly your opinion. You do you. You need to stay safe. Wash your hands. Stop being gross. We will get through the pandemic one day. It's it's crazy time we're living in. Sports have been a welcome distraction. All right, guys, you need to add Max G Sports on Twitter for all show updates and more. Leave a voice message via Anchor to be on the show. Sports, the show's available on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Good Pods, Bullhorn FM, Breaker, Radio Public, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. We will see you next week. where We're going to be talking about a whole lot more sports news and hopefully not more 11-year-olds and school buses. But you never know what you're going to hear on Sports the Show. Thank you. See you guys next week. Peace.